Oh, listen, dear one, I am thrilled to announce I have a brand new private coaching container opening up called Full Immersion Coaching. This is you and me working together privately as I become your mentor and soul guide for an entire year, providing you with the full support you need to grow a massively successful and prosperous heart-led business. To get all the details, DM me on Facebook or Instagram or send an email to allison at allisonscammell.com and say, tell me more about Full Immersion Coaching. I look forward to hearing from you. Well, hello there, my dear ones. I really, really love today's episode and I really loved our guest. And I know and I feel it in my heart that you do too. If you've been in my world for a while, you know that I start everything I do. You know, I'm the energy and intuition coach and I start all processes to connect to higher self in the spiritual realm and all processes to begin healing with breathing, deep breathing, and then pivoting down to the heart space. So it's interesting to me that I've been podcasting for so long and this is my first episode dedicated to the breath. And I'm really excited that I have today's guest Adrian Rivera to explore this really powerful topic with. I think you are really going to enjoy today's episode and receive from it because the truth is most of us are breathing not entirely correctly throughout our day. It's not our fault. It's what happens where we're born breathing 100% correctly. And then through our lives, it gets shallow. It gets less. It's not as deep. And we cut ourselves off from our own oxygen supply. So now we just have to relearn how to be in our breath, how to invite breath into every cell of our body, how to oxygenate our energy. And in doing so, we really do expand, connect, and shift into something higher. So let's get into it. In today's episode, Adrian reveals how the breath connects us to our own healing and higher guidance, what a quantum leap is, and I love how she defines it, and how to take a quantum leap in your business with breath work. We'll end on an invitation that will have you quantum leaping towards the success your higher self is calling you towards using breath work. So be sure to stay with us until the end. Welcome to Soul Guide Radio, a podcast for soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs here to bring about change on a massive level. We'll explore how you can activate your big soul mission, amplify your spiritual gifts, and clear the energy blocks weighing you down so you can gain unstoppable momentum in life and business. I'm Allison Scammell, your host and soul guide. Hey there, Soul Guide Circle. That is the name of this community of soul guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. In the Soul Guide Circle, we have big soul missions. And we yearn to earn more, 
serve more, and grow spiritually along the way. If you aren't already a member, then I invite you with love to join our Facebook group of over 1,600 leaders and lightworkers who are in service to each other and the planet. Find a link to join on my website, alisonscammell.com, or in the show notes. Today, we're talking quantum leaps in business using breath work. And I had the absolute pleasure of exploring this topic with Adrienne Rivera. And she is a wise soul who has experienced a lot of success in her own life and really has so much wisdom to share. Adrienne Rivera is a spiritual business coach who specializes in teaching healers and coaches how to create a six-figure business online. She focuses on helping her clients find alignment with their business on a soul level with breath work. She is the founder of Breath of Gold, a breathwork company that hosts weekly breathwork and also trains breathwork facilitators. Adrian has an amazingly wise energy. I had so much fun connecting with her on this topic and learned so much myself. Please enjoy. Adrian, welcome to Soul Guide Radio. Thank you so much for having me. So I always start my podcast with deep breaths and an intention. And I was like, oh my gosh, I always start with deep breaths. And here for the first time, I was telling Adrian, in like four years of podcasting, we have an episode dedicated to the breath. Yes, breath work. Uh, I love that it's becoming more mainstream and more people are knowing about it. And I'm so excited to bring this topic today. Yeah. And I have several clients who are breathwork coaches. And I was lucky enough to have my first breathwork session with one of my clients who's very gifted. And it really is amazing. That's great. What type of breathwork was it? Oh, you would ask me that. What type was it? (laughs) She had me in a deep state of something. I was lying down. I don't know. Does everyone always lie down? Most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, she, she, she guided me to breathe in a certain way, which I was doing. (laughs) See, I'm, I'm such a good client here, but I just, it was really, I, I guess I most remember the results of it, like what it created in my life. And it was really profound. I, it ended up having, you know, I think like most of us who have businesses, I thought it would be something about my business and, you know, I'd get some cool business insight or some business healing or something. And it totally had to do with my daughter and my connection with her. And it was just so profound uh-huh. and so sweet. Yeah. That's so sweet. I love that. Yes. Breathwork always gives you what you need. You know, you can set your intention and, you know, whatever is in your highest and best interest, you will get that. And if you do breathwork enough, you'll get tons of business downloads. I know that's what most of my clients use it for. Oh, cool. So I need to go back is what you're saying. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. 10 sessions for sure. (laughs) Okay. Cool. Cool. Let's, let's dig into this a little bit. I'd love to start with Adrian. Well, I hear this a lot and I, I experience it myself and I see it in other people that most of us are actually breathing wrong or maybe that's not the right to say. We're not breathing maybe in a way that could really fill us up as as well as we could. Why do you think most of us are not breathing so correctly? Mm, yes, it totally makes sense. If you think about it, whenever you breathe more, you feel more. So in our day and age, So many of us want to numb out and not feel what we're feeling. If there's stress or tension or something not working well in a marriage or 
you know, with clients, we tend to, you know, turn to food or alcohol or TV or anything like work, you know, things that are taking us away from ourselves. And so if we're not tending to the breath, we're not feeling. And this is really interesting because a lot of the times it's challenging for people to think about what they're feeling because they're not even connected, right? Like the breath is the connection to know what you're feeling. So for any of my clients that struggle with knowing what their intention is or knowing what their intuition feels like, breath work is a huge door opener for them to feel into what it feels like to feel connected to themselves. One thing that you mentioned was that most of us are breathing incorrectly or not deep enough. I always like to share this. The best way to breathe throughout the day is nice and slow in and out through the nose, deep for sure, and diaphragmatic breaths. Now, that being said, the main thing that I lead is quite the opposite. It's a breathwork journey. So the way that we should breathe most of the time is different than how we breathe in a a breathwork journey to get all of the, the business ideas, all the downloads, all of the wisdom, all of the clarity that we look for in a breathwork session. It's kind of like going to the gym and working out or like running on a treadmill, right? Like you should run on a treadmill and get your heart rate up. But your heart rate shouldn't do that all the time. But there's benefits if you do that for maybe an hour a day or here and there, right? So it's kind of like that. It's intentionally doing something different for the benefits to carry off, you know, much longer throughout the day, much longer in your life. Yeah. So the breathwork journeys that I lead are actually in and out through the mouth, which most of the time you should not be breathing in and out through the mouth. But for the purpose of tapping into the subconscious mind and feeling into what wants to be shown to you and having these profound experiences, it is super, super powerful to utilize mouth breathing in a powerful way. Nice. I love that. If we're not tending to the breath, we're not feeling, that's really powerful. And I am a feeling coach. I mean, I'm an energy healer and my primary healing modality has to do with helping people feel their trauma so they can release it. And I've never really related to feeling the being in the feeling state of an emotion in this way. Super powerful, really profound. If we're not tending to the breath, we're not feeling. That's definitely, we got to tweet. That's really powerful stuff. Before, I I do want to ask you some more questions about the breath and techniques and daily routines. But before I do that, for those who don't know, what is breath work? Like, because it's a specific healing modality, right? Yes, for sure. Yes. So there's breathing and then there's also breath work. And yeah, exactly. Pranayama, right? So I also come from a yoga teacher background as well. And we learned all the different styles of pranayama and pranayama. I like to think of as ancient breathing exercises. They're shorter. It's kind of like having a medicine box of you need this certain thing. You know, there's a pranayama technique for that. So if you need better sleep, there's a breath for that. If you're feeling like you need to raise the heat in your body, there's a breath for that. There's a cooling breath. Like there's so many different styles of breath. Now with those pranayama techniques, I personally don't use those as often as, you know, people, other people may. What I really love is the breath work. What I really love is the breath work journeys. So how breath work looks, I mean, there's so many different styles now of just breath work, but the two really common ones are circular connected breath, which is very similar to holotropic breath work. Holotropic breathwork has been around for so many years. And usually that is done for like two to three hours and it's really deep. And so what I lead is done for an hour. 
And it's a little bit more gentle, a little bit, a little bit easier on the nervous system. You know, you're not breathing for like three hours in this intense way, but you're breathing in and out through the mouth in a circular connected way. And it sounds like this. It's like, and then there's another one as well called three part breath. And that's where you breathe into the belly, into the heart, and then you exhale. So that's like this. It's like, So it's like in, in, out. And even with the three-part breath, I've seen so many variations of different breath root schools coming out. And sometimes they teach the inhales to be a little bit faster than others. And there's these subtle nuances, right? But there's really no wrong way to breathe. And that's something as breathwork instructors that we always cue people into. It's like, feel into what your body wants to do. Feel into how your body can can feel that the breath wants to move. And that's going to support a lot in the process. Nice. That's so interesting. You're reminding me of, I actually had past lifetime trauma because I also, I also work in, I'm a past lifetime trauma healer. I personally had past lifetime trauma where I, I had my breath taken away from me a lot. There were different Mm -hmm. times where I just didn't have access to breathing in various and sundry traumatic ways. And I didn't realize like the whole like first half of my life, I was breathing really, really, really shallowly shallowly is that a word in response to that trauma and i just just subconsciously well in this was like uh, 12 years ago or so i was in zanzibar and i i i was there by myself traveling and i met some i met a couple of Amer- you know other americans they were like world class divers and one of them was like a master diver instructor and he was like oh we're going to this other island called pemba where it's got some of the best diving in the world, I'll certify you and you can dive with us for a few days. And I was like, okay, I was young. I had nothing to lose. I was like, sure. So this guy certified me. I don't know, like really like, it was like kind of a questionable, it was like 30 minutes in the water, like getting certified. That's funny. (laughs) The point of this story is not all that. The point is when I actually got into the diving and we would be done and we had dived for a long time and they would look at my 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 oxygen tank and they're like they thought it was broke cuz i was using such a small amount of oxygen wow and that's and and then so later i went on this healing journey and i realized that it was actually coming from a like a past lifetime trauma so i actually had to kind of really teach myself how to breathe again but isn't that interesting any any reaction to that i don't know i just felt called to bring it up Yes. In fact, I have had so many clients have this happen in this lifetime where I can almost always tell if they've had trauma around breathing, because when I cue the breath to be long and deep and slow, it's like they don't know how. And I feel that like they're hearing me, but their their body is not trusting the process. Right. I actually remember working with a woman and yeah, you know what came through intuitively when I was guiding her in person was to ask her do you have any trauma around breathing? And at first she said no. And then like two minutes later, she started crying because she remembered. And she had remembered this this time from, you know, her husband had like choked her against the wall and she had to suppress that. And it was really, really tough. Yeah. Once she was able to release that, so much energy moved. And I've had that, you know, similar things happen with other people, whether it's like 
oh yeah, my mom told me the umbilical cord was wrapped around my neck or like other things like that where, you know, maybe they're almost drowning or some sort of thing where they don't fully trust the breath. And then as a response, the body protects and doesn't fully trust the breath. So interesting. I think it would be relatively common that we would have some sort of breath, some sort of trauma related to breath that we don't realize is there. And breath work is one of the best ways to release that and to learn how to trust yourself again with the breath, because a lot of it is subconscious, right? Whether it's from a past life, whether it's from, you know, childhood, whether it's from, you know, when you were born. Yeah. Breath work's powerful. Not even if you've had, you know, breath trauma, but any type of trauma. Right. Of course. And the littlest things are stored in our body. We can release it through the breath. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is so interesting, Adrian. So take us through, if you will, and I know that it depends on the person and it depends on the day and all that. I know there's going to be a lot of it depends, Allison, here. But take us through like how you would recommend on a typical day if we wanted to really breathe properly and healthfully and fully on a proper day, how we should do that. And then on an average day, when should we like, what would you recommend would be a good routine for us to like, okay, it's been whatever. I've been working for 90 minutes. Now I'm going to pause for a couple of minutes and do some deep breathing. Like take us through what a, a good day would look like. Yeah, for sure. So just being conscious, like when you're driving or when you're at your computer, the best thing that you can do is deep, slow diaphragmatic breathing. And so what you can do right now, if you're listening and you're not driving, you don't need your hands on the wheel. You can place your hands on the outsides of your ribs and then you can inhale slowly and fully and feel your hands moving out like a a bellow, like moving out laterally as you breathe in and then exhaling through your nose, breathing in through your nose and out through your nose. Yeah. And even just doing two of those, how do you feel? More calm? Lighter. Um, Yeah. Vibrations raised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Totally. So there's so- sorry, more spacious. Like <sighs> yes. spaciousness has arrived. Expansion. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Beautiful. Yes. I was recently speaking on a stage in Utah and I was speaking about breath work. And it's so funny because the first, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes, I was so nervous and it felt like I was out of breath. And then as soon as I shifted and guided them through a 10 minute mini breath work, the rest of it came out so easily, so effortless, so congruent and flowy and easy. And it was powerful. I was like, man, now I know anytime I speak, I should breathe in the beginning. <laughs> Makes such a big difference. One of the other things that you asked was what other things that we can do. Something that's really great is the box breath where you breathe in for four, hold for four, breathe out for four, hold for four. And that's all in through the nose. Navy SEALs used to use that to have focus. So if you ever feel like, you know, it's 3 to 4 p.m., you're kind of losing focus, your productivity's going down, that's a really great one. But what I would love to really step into is like, how can we use breath work? Because those are all breathing techniques and how to breathe properly. But breath work is really where we can tap into the subconscious and have a full-on journey into the subconscious mind to see what's available for us. So um, every single Sunday, I lead breath work, both for the people in my membership, also my spiritual business coaching clients, and they have an intention when they go into this space of conscious, connected breathing, very deep in and out through the mouth this time for an hour. And when they do this, it's like opening up a portal. It is insane. And what I love about it is that it's such an experience. 
I have done maybe thousands, I have not counted, thousands of breathwork sessions of this style of breath. And every single one is completely different, which I love as someone who has ADHD and always is looking for something new and doesn't like to sit still. Meditation was never for me. And so when I found breath work, I'm like, oh, thank God, like something that works. Because when I can use my breath, my state changes. And when my state changes, I allow myself to feel safe being still. And that's really powerful. And I feel like there's probably a lot of people listening who they feel like they've struggled with meditation in the past. And you definitely get to try breath work, especially breath work journey, because it's so interesting, like what's happening in the mind that you're so focused. You you can't not be present. Like you're you're seeing things sometimes, you are expanding your consciousness. And when you breathe in and out through the mouth in a circular connected way for long enough, this doesn't always happen, but it can actually produce DMT naturally in the brain, which is something that is already naturally occurring within us. And when we can tap into that, it can, in a way, kind of be like a, a plant medicine journey, which a lot of people use for clarity and spiritual direction. One of the things with plant medicine, though, is once you're on that journey, you're on that journey. You can't really get off the ride. With breath work, it's free. It's safe. It's you. You are in control of everything. If you're like, you know, I'm done with this, you could just shut your mouth, go back to breathing in and out through your nose and everything will go back to normal in like five minutes. I personally have gotten a lot more out of breath work than plant medicines myself, which is interesting because what I love about breath work is that even though it's very much spiritual connection that you're feeling, you're also really seeing things that are happening in your life. So a lot of the times people will say, oh my gosh, I saw this memory from childhood. I had no idea that at this moment, you know, this thing happened and that's why I've been this way. And now that I'm aware of it, I can release that. So it's like bringing light to things that our subconscious has been not showing to us to keep us safe. So inner child healing is super common, which also affects business <laughs> as well as, you know, business clarity, right? Like if you have something on your heart and you fully surrender and you can take an elevator from the head down to your heart and you're breathing in and out through the chest, which I like to call it heart breathing in this circular connected way, you actually feel from your heart. So rather than thinking from your head, you feel from your heart. And it is the way that you can get most connected with what's in your highest timeline for your business, for your life. And it's super powerful because oftentimes we think, well, maybe I should start a membership. Everyone else has a business model with a membership. Well, maybe I should start a mastermind. Everyone has this, you know. And if you just drop into your heart, you start to feel into you, the uniqueness that is you, the you that is your business. And you start to birth something from this place of overflow and you get to connect deeper to your vision than ever before. And that's the key to not burning out. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because you're finding those things that give you the energy deposits and not the withdrawals for sure. Yeah. And yeah, I was just with a, a client now just before this interview and, you know, she's in real estate. And I think especially in the real estate market, they just do, th th there's a very standard protocol. This is what you do to build a business, right? And there's like method, uh, you know, real estate methodologies, et cetera. And, and we were just in it. And when we, we, we got through her resist, her resistance. And I, I also connect people to their heart to tap into their intuition. What came through is something totally different for her, totally different than what other real estate agents do. And it was just so refreshing and exciting to be part of that, that heart led. This is what I really want to do. And for the first time, she was really excited, really excited to create. So I totally 
agree with you. And it like just experience that with a client about, you know, 45 minutes ago. So I want to go into that, like how we can help others tap into that heart energy using breath work to not only get the clarity about what your heart most wants to create. So you, so you just get that natural motivation that just fills your tank and is exciting for your clients, but also to actually create real business growth, real spiritual growth and something that's so powerful. It's actually a quantum leap. And that's the, the title of this episode, quantum leaping with, with breath work. So before we dive into that, can you tell us what is a quantum leap? Yes. I love this question. And I had Googled all the definitions. I had researched all the things until I finally set an intention one day in breathwork to figure out what a quantum leap was. And I got just that, right? Sometimes our power of our intention is so, so clear that we just get what we ask for when we're clear. So I want to share the story about how I figured out what a quantum leap is and and really show you what it feels like in your body. So I believe that we attract everything in our lives to learn a lesson, to learn a story. You know, the common story is, you know, you keep dating the same type of person over and over and over again until finally you learn the lesson and then you can break the cycle and you no longer need to do that. But the question is this, what if you didn't actually have to go through the life experience to learn the lesson? And the shortcut to the quantum leap is actually through experiencing it in every single cell of your body, which breathwork can do. So I was in this breathwork session with my one-on-one breathwork coach and I'm lying down and I'm breathing and I'm feeling all the things. And suddenly I feel every single cell of my body just overflowing with love. I'm like, what is this love? Where is it coming from? And I realized that it was my fiance's love. He and I have been together for seven years and the message was clear. This is the love that he feels when you give him quality time. And that was crazy to me because quality time is not my love language. Like I've never really valued that. It's like physical touch, words of affirmation, acts of service. Those have all been higher up on my list. And so as soon as I felt what he felt, I saw this image in my head of like, what could be possible if I really intentionally created quality time in nature, which is like his number one way to feel love and to create memories. And right after that, I see this vision of me in this million dollar house, which is, you know, I got my dream house in my mind. I know exactly the one that I want, right? And I see myself sitting in this chair in this open living room, just like it's dark and I feel alone. And this house is like echoey and empty. And I'm like 40 years old. And I have this feeling of like, this doesn't feel as good as I thought it would. Like I worked so hard for this house. And like, looking back, I kind of had this thought of, oh, I missed out on my young years in a way. I'm 27 now. So you know, wanting to really make those memories. And that was it. As soon as I felt both of those things, it came to me. And I realized a quantum leap is feeling, quantum leap is feeling something in your body so much and then feeling it and embodying it in every single cell that you don't have to actually go through the life lesson to learn it. So that for me was my quantum leap because I could, like, I clearly saw this timeline of what happens when you know, I'm 40 years old and I get the house, but I did it with hustle rather than alignment and also making sure that I prioritize quality time with my partner. And now that I know what it feels like in my body, I don't have to make that mistake to learn the lesson. So isn't that powerful? That is amazingly powerful. 
I love how you defined it. And I want, I want to stay in the like how we can use breath work to like create a comp- quantum leap in our businesses, in our life and our businesses. But something really fascinating. I just want to mention about these quantum leaps where you, you know, cause I, I have experienced quantum leaps before. And I, I was listening to Melanie Ann Layer, who has the Alpha Farm group. Are you familiar with her? Yes. I am. Yes. And so she was talking, she talks a lot about quantum leaps too. And she talked about something that was so fascinating to me about the catch up periods where you have to catch up sometimes a little bit where you, ha- if you have a couple quantum leaps, just as, you know, using the definition that you just used, where you just have a period where you kind of catch up and it's almost like you manifest a situation. It happened to me once where I think I was in a catch up after a quantum leap where you just have to like catch up a little bit. So it's almost like you're not manifesting a, a, a super painful situation, but it's almost like you manifest a bee sting to help you release some of the stuff that's still there that didn't get quite all the way released during the, you know, during the quantum leap itself. And so when it happened to me, and I just want to see how you respond to this. I manifested a situation. I basically broke all, I, I set a, I set a boundary in day one of my business that I just maintained and it was great and it served me and it served the business and it served my clients. Well, I broke all the rules of that boundary for no reason. And as I was breaking the rules and the boundary, I kept thinking to myself, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? But I kept doing it. And then guess what? It ended up in a bee sting of a situation, not a trauma, not a terrible thing, but it ended up, I have that boundary for a reason. It ended up being an uncomfortable situation for me. And I realized, and it, that happened right at the same time I heard this Melanie Ann talking about catch-ups and I realized, oh my gosh, I'm catching up. I'm catching up from a quantum leap. So I subconsciously on purpose manifested this situation like about I broke my own rules in order to kind of release whatever else needed to be released from the leap and just Mm. be on my way so just wondering what how you react to that oh yes I've seen this a lot with my clients I've gone through this myself yeah I I can actually think of a an example in particular where I had hit my first 91k sales month and just hired a new business coach. And she was like a football coach. Like, what are you doing today? Like it was a lot of energy, which I could take a lot of energy. And I used to swim. I used to wake up at like 4am, do all the things. And towards the end of that month, when I was like so close and like, of course, our intention was 100k. We were like so close. We fell 9k short. And I also manifested the situation where I broke down one of my boundaries to try to fill that gap in signing on a client that wasn't an ideal fit. And so very similar story. And I like to share this as well, just to kind of give any of the listeners like different things to identify, like has, have they, you know, had a similar phase like this? And so the big thing that I love to speak into with this is really knowing that we have to become the person first. Oftentimes, if we have too much, too soon, too fast, it can either be traumatic and actually create like micro traumas in the body or we just don't adjust because we have the results without actually growing into the person that we need to be in order to sustain the aftermath of having a quantum leap, right? Like when we have a quantum leap, we literally raise our frequency and we are vibrating at a new level. And when we vibrate at a new level, we attract new types of clients. We attract new types of opportunities. 
people see us in a new way. We get new types of people that inspire us to reach out and want to be our clients. Like we see all this magic happening often, either if we're not calibrated, which the best way to calibrate is to have a consistent breathwork practice where you're allowing yourself to feel and kind of like, it's almost like exercising your cells to be able to hold this higher frequency is like how it's coming through right now. And if you do that, then that's powerful as well. But the other side of it is, you know, self-sabotage, right? Because if we, let's say our goal is 100K months, we hit the 100K and then we have it, like we can actually subconsciously, if there's still things running in our energetic field that are low self-worth or low self-esteem, we can create self-sabotage to break that cycle. And the best way to stop that is to stay in the frequency of gratitude. I was listening to... Another business coach recently, and she shared this example of how she, you know, hit 10K months and then she's like, okay, now I want the 20K months. And she hit the 20K months. She's like, well, okay, this doesn't feel as good as I thought. Now I want the 40K months. She hit the 40K months. And then she said, the universe brought her back down to 10K months to learn the lesson to feel grateful for the 10K first and to not sabotage herself and to allow herself to raise in frequency to be able to hold more energetically. Oh, I love that. That is a great example. And I just love this conversation. I love talking quantum leaps. I think it's really, really cool stuff. So I'd love to know how can breath work be used to create a quantum leap in your business? Yes, for sure. So step one is having the intention, getting really clear on what it is that you're calling in. Is it that you want to elevate your actual vibration and frequency to a point where you can actually hold more, like hold more money, hold more clients and expand to that. Maybe it's that you're looking to create a new program or offering and you don't know what the name is or you don't know what you want to create that's on your heart. Like that could be an intention as well. Maybe it's the hiring process, right? Like figuring out what in your business model gets to be delegated or let go of and what you get to really master next. So there's so many different intentions that we can have in our business. And so figuring out what your next thing is will be huge. Now, I do breathwork every single week. I call it my CEO breathwork. I've got a breathwork guide that leads me through breathwork myself because not only do I get to lead others, but I get to have this magic that I preach. And often I'll have the intention of going in for business clarity, but sometimes my higher self will give it to me. Sometimes I'll just have this white space like reset and it feels like like my guides are doing energetic work on me. And that usually happens in times where I've been working too much, traveling too much. And, you know, it's just like, okay, I have already too many ideas going on, even though I want more ideas. Like what I need is actually that sacred pause, that reset. And so that goes back to breathwork always gives you what you need and also following the intention. So what I recommend for any entrepreneurs, coaches, healers listening that are wanting to have quantum leaps and wanting to explore and have their business clarity come in a way that's different, that's different than a you know typical business model and really coming from the inside out in a unique way, I definitely recommend breathwork at least once a week. And I recommend the circular connected breath for an hour every single week, maybe even twice a week. The reason why I don't recommend more for people starting out is because one, it can be a lot on the nervous system. It's definitely a deep process and it is deep breathing. It is work, right? Breath work. (laughs) It's not meditation. It's not easy. And when you can do that, you need to have time in between to actually 
do the action steps. So in breathwork, sometimes you'll get a whole entire business plan. Sometimes you'll get all like, I'll get like 10 little check boxes of do this, then do this. But if you don't actually give yourself enough time to integrate it and do it, then it's kind of like out of integrity, right? Like we have to integrate the messages that are coming from the divine before we go into the next big journey to get more messages that come through. You can do pranayama every day in different styles of breathwork, but the really big ones, I say once or twice a week is great. And anyone here who's wanting to try one, you can try one of our sessions for free at breathofgold.com slash Sunday dash breathwork. Okay, great. Well, thank you for that. And so if people want to start with a home practice, and I do encourage people to head over and get that free class because that is a really, really great way to get started. And if someone wants, in addition to that, home practice, when you say what, like starting out with one hour a week, is that, did you mean working with a breathwork person or did you mean home practice? Yeah, home practice for sure. Yeah. So for breathwork itself, and when I say breathwork, I'm talking about like the deep journey that in a way will take you very, very deep. That I recommend once a week to start off. And I recommend doing it with either a group, either online or in person or one-on-one, starting with that space to be held for you before you start practicing on your own. Okay. It's going to feel a lot safer in your body to do that. Now, pranayama and shorter breathwork techniques, you can definitely do on your own, like box breath. You guys can try that later today if you have an afternoon slump and see how that feels. Okay. So... Listeners who are interested in kind of really exploring this should check out your free class. Yes, yes. We'd love to have you. Yeah. And so obviously our breath is always available to us at all times. And you can learn about, do you have a resource that teaches people about the different types of breath? Or is there something you take people to? Well, the only thing that I've created for that is our Breathwork Facilitator Program. So we have the Breath of Gold Breathwork Facilitator Program. And that is like the deep dive into learning how to also do and teach the 14 different styles of pranayama, as well as all the styles of modern day breath work. So yeah, other than that, I don't have anything, but I should create something. Yeah, that would be cool. But <laughs> yeah. I'll leave these links in the show notes to listeners who want to learn more and get into that free class and links that people can connect to you, Adrian. And I really recommend that listeners who are feeling connected to this content, check out Adrian's world and what she has going on. Really, really powerful stuff. And before the, we wrap this interview up, Adrian, I would love to know, I always ask our guests to leave our listeners with an invitation. And that's an invitation to do something or to be someone or wherever you want to invite them in their in their experience with breathwork. Yeah, what's coming through is two invitations. So first, an invitation to deepen your connection and your relationship with your breath and to explore that and to become intrigued by your breath and what your breath has to show you. That's huge. And then on the second side, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, when it comes to being an, a business owner, When you can think about your goals and allow yourself to detach from the outcome and instead think about who do you want to become in the process and focus on that, that I feel is going to shift everything for you. Beautiful. I love those invitations. So focusing in and connecting in on your relationship to your own breath and like just getting to know it a little deeper. And then that beautiful question, who is it I really want to be? Who do I want to become? 
And how can I start being that person today, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. N- nice. Well, Adrian, I cannot thank you enough. This has been a great episode. Like I said, I love talking quantum leaps and I love learning another modality or another pathway to allow those to happen and just allow healing and connection and growth and tapping into the higher self. So it's just a really, really powerful stuff. And I really cannot thank you enough for sh- taking the time to share your wisdom with the Soul Guide Radio community. Thank you so much for having me. And I want to thank you so much, dear listeners, for tuning in. I'm so grateful for you. Please, if you're feeling so called, head over to Apple Podcasts or some find some other links where you can leave reviews in the show notes. I would love to hear how Soul Guide Radio has made your life better, has served you in some way, and I will read your reviews on the air. I want to wish you a beautiful week, and as always, until next time, may your soul guide the way. you ready to fill your business with soul clients in the next 60 days? Then download my free energy upgrade meditation to amp up your energy frequency, dissolve the doubt, and attract the soul clients you are destined to serve. Find a link to download on my website, alisonscammell.com, as well as in the show notes.